Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong. Radiant. Timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Rob Shooter. It's Monday. Our friend Garrett is off today, so don't worry, Naughties. It's just us, but we've got so much to talk about, so much to gossip about. What time is it, my friends? It is tea time. So a big story at the top of the show. There is so much going on with James Corden and this restaurant. You've been hearing about it on our show, everywhere else, allegedly, James was not that nice and got bored from a restaurant. Then he apologized, and now he's saying he has nothing to apologize for. So because of this, everybody is coming forward to tell us their stories of dealing with celebrities in restaurants. Well, a former maitre d' of a really, really fancy restaurant is coming forward with a story about the Duchess of Sussex claiming that one of her handlers tried to drop Prince Harry's name to get her a VIP table. So the maitre d' writes that she came in, Megan came into the restaurant, and one of the handlers came over to the maitre d' and said, are you aware my guest is dating Prince Harry and about to become a duchess? Don't you have a private area for us to wait? The maitre d' said his impulse 
was to laugh because he couldn't give a rat's you-know-what about Prince Harry. But he did think the whole thing was weird. They didn't have a private area, but they were escorted over to to the bar. Nobody recognised them. Nobody knew who they were. Once again, we should point out, Harry was not with them. Meghan and Harry had just started dating. He added that Meghan was aloof and didn't say a word. Now... This could be she just had a handler who got a little bit carried away with themselves. If my friend was dating Prince Harry, I certainly would tell everybody. I think I might even use his name to get her and myself a better table. So was this Meghan here? It wasn't Meghan that's, that was being rude. And we've got to be careful here, because it's one removed, isn't it? If it was a Meghan that stormed into a restaurant and said, do you know who I'm dating? Prince Harry? That's a great story. But it wasn't Meghan. It was the person she was with. We're not sure if it was a friend, if it was a publicist, if it was a manager. But that person tried to drop this name to get a better table. So what I want to know is, what do you think about all this? What do you think about it? You know that I hate it when people are rude to servers. I worked at Pizza Hut in Edinburgh, Scotland when I was getting my degree. And so I've been a waiter. Gosh, it's a tough job. People that are rude to waiters, I think they're bullies. There's something really, really intimate, too, about serving somebody. They're sitting down and you serve them food. Be nice, everybody. Let's do our poll question of the day. So, Meghan Martle's handler dropped Prince Harry's name to try and get a VIP table in the restaurant. Our question of the day is, would you... Drop Harry's name, would you? Come on, be honest. If you were dating a prince, if your best friend was dating a prince, would you? Be honest. Be honest. Would you drop that name? Hey, go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear the results. Hey, moving along, Kim Kardashian's 42nd birthday party did not go off quite as planned. In fact, she was headed to Las Vegas with her sisters and they had to turn around and needed an emergency landing, let me explain. So, instead of dining in Vegas at Cabon, which is a really fancy restaurant, and then they were all going to go to an Usher concert... Kim was forced to spend her 42nd birthday and an in-and-out burger in Los Angeles over the weekend. That sounds delicious to me. In fact, I might like the burger better than the fancy Italian food. So the reality star, she was supposed to spend Saturday splurging on some really fancy Italian food and wine, I guess, and then going to see the Grammy winner live performing in Vegas. However, en route to Sin City on her sister's private plane. I love this. She borrowed Kylie Jenner's $72 million private jet. She borrowed her sister's plane, so they were informed by the pilot that it was not safe to land in Vegas because of weather conditions, including gusts of wind up to 60 miles an hour. So instead, they had to turn around, boo-hoo, and go back to, to, to L.A. They got off the plane. They were decked out 
They were wearing silver bikini tops, matching pants. You know what's going on here. They were all going to go to Vegas, go dancing, go out for dinner. They were full on dressed up. So instead, they all went to In-N-Out Burger fast food and I think had a fabulous time. But being that they are Kardashians, their camera crews followed them too, which actually might make a better episode. You can you can see what they're going to do right now. They're going to say the most dangerous episode in Kardashian history. Uh, they almost all didn't make it on Kim's birthday. It's going to be really dramatic. I think the Real Housewives of New York did an episode like this on a boat. I remember they were on a boat and they claimed the sea was so rough they nearly all died. And it turned out not to quite be true-ish, but nevertheless, the promos were delicious. Hey, Kim, I hope this is all true for Kim and not just for the reality show, but happy birthday. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Hey, moving along, Matthew Perry is saying he's very grateful to Jennifer Aniston, who was the one who actually confronted him about his drinking. So Matthew says it was Jennifer who was really there for him when he was struggling with addiction. So he has a new book coming out. He's doing a ton of press, including sitting down with Diane Sawyer at ABC. During that interview, he said it was Jenny, that's what he calls her, Jenny, I love that, who confronted him. And she said, we know you're drinking. And he said, yes. Can you imagine how scary that moment was, both for her and him? She was the one who reached out the most You know, I'm really grateful for that. The actor who has struggled with addiction throughout his career said that he had problems with substance abuse at the height of his success and he told Diane Sawyer he was taking as many as 55 Vicodin a day. Vicodin are painkillers. One can knock you out 55 He also took methadone, Xanax, and a full quart of vodka. He added that, At a time in my life when I should have been the toast of the town on one of the most successful shows of all time and going to parties, enjoying life, I was in a dark room, uh, meeting nothing but drug dealers, and I was completely alone. Completely alone. He told People magazine that all his co-stars were supportive, understanding, they all knew, and they were all patient. He said that he is now sober. He declined to say how long he's been sober, but he does count the days. Matthew, Jennifer, what a story. Imagine that, being one of the most successful, one of the most famous people in the world, everybody inviting you to special parties and events and premieres, and instead... You lock yourself in a dark, dark room. I know a few people who have struggled with substance abuse, and they tell me that the mistake everybody makes is they think people do drugs to go out and party. People on drugs are dancing and laughing and having this amazing life. And they said, at first that might be true, but quickly it turns into a really solitary life where it's just you and your drugs in a dark room for hours and hours and hours and hours. Matthew, you are going to save lives telling this story. This is something that really upset me, so I'm glad that we're setting the record straight here on our show. An L.A. 
Animal Rescue Society disputes the claims by Olivia Wilde's ex-nanny saying that she abandoned her dog for Harry Styles. So May Day Rescue, a Los Angeles non-profit rescue centre, is coming forward to defend Olivia. So shortly after the actress's former nanny claimed that Olivia abandoned her dog in order to spend more time with her new boyfriend, Harry. The organisation is saying, no, 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 that is not what happened. Thank goodness. Oh, of all the crazy stuff we've been hearing about this nanny, this dog story was the one that really, really broke my heart. You know how I feel about doggies. So now they're saying that Olivia did, in fact, adopt the dog. It was just two months old. And they said she gave the dog a wonderful life, full of love. She trained the dog, and they did a lot of travel adventures too. But Olivia realized that Gordy, that's the name, it's a good name, isn't it? Gordy just didn't love the travel life and wasn't happy around toddlers. So she has children. So Gordy formed a really strong bond with his walker. And in Gordy's best interests, and after a lot of thought and consideration, he was rehomed with the dog Walker. So the organisation go on to, to say that Olivia is fantastic, a big supporter of theirs. And this happens. Sometimes the dog is not the right fit. And it's not just about Olivia, it's about Gordy the dog. The dog wasn't happy moving around a lot. And that's what you do when you're an actor, an actress. You move around, you travel a lot. Plus, she had children. The dog didn't like children. And so the dog found a better home for him. I'm not saying it is a better home, but it was a better home for the dog. And so everybody's happy here. And this is what happens with these stories. There's some truth to them. Yes, she did rehome the dog, but the way it was presented by the nanny was to cause drama and really to painter in a terrible light which it did do i was really upset about this story but it turns out only to be half true and now we're happy to set the record straight here on the naughty but nice show hey quickly before we go to break kanye west is screaming about pete davidson's 10 inch penis yes you heard that right so kanye west allegedly screamed at charlemagne the god I love him. He's on iHeartRadio too. Hello, hello, hello. For Pete Davidson's enormous penis. So Charlemagne detailed the argument he got into with Kanye last November after the rapper allegedly wanted Charlemagne to say awful stuff about Pete. Now Charlemagne said, Pete's my friend. I'm not going to trash him. And Kanye lost his mind saying, quote, we need to save the new Marilyn Monroe. That's who he called Kim. He referred to Kim Kardashian as the new Marilyn Monroe. He had fears that she would repeat her drug addiction death that killed Marilyn. Kim doesn't do drugs, so that's a bit silly. And he seemed to blame Pete for all this. And Charlemagne said, you know, Pete's my friend. And then Kanye went on and on and on, screaming on the phone. My wife is out there effing a white boy with a 10-inch penis, and you won't help me. And he did say he thought Kanye was jealous that Pete 
might be bigger than him. I hate talking about sex on this show. You know that. You know it. But this story is just too delicious. I had to be careful how we chose our words to tell this story in case you're listening with your family. But nevertheless, Kanye was jealous now. We did have some hints that Pete was, how shall we put it, a very healthy, a very well-endowed boy from Ariana Grande. When Ariana was dating Pete, she told everybody that Pete was a really, really big boy. And so that rumor had been around for a long time. Now it has been confirmed by all people, not Kim, not anybody else that he dated, but by Kanye West. And now we know exactly the size. Thank you to Kanye. Screaming and shouting. I think they say that men are preoccupied with this. And that's why they're always trying to build bigger buildings, bigger boats. Maybe Kanye has met his match here. And now we know why Kanye was so angry, so angry with Pete Davidson screaming and shouting, making a fool of himself yet again. Hey, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter. It's just us together at Naughties. Today, we've got so much more to get into. Let's get to the polls. Da-da-da. Last show, we were talking about Matthew Pellery, who revealed that a clostomy bag ultimately made him stop taking drugs. So... This was bad. We knew he was a mess. We knew he had issues. There was lots of rumours for a really long time, lots of visits to hospitals. We'd seen the photographs of his weight going up and down. We'd seen him looking rough. So we heard all the rumours. Our question was, did you suspect that things were this bad? They were really, really bad. The book does not hold back. It really goes into detail. Let's have a look. Wow. 40% did. Most of you did not know things were this bad. I'm a reporter. I'm good at this. I knew things were bad. I'm even surprised at quite how bad they are. This book is going to save lives. Matthew, don't forget to vote if you can. On today's poll, go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page, which is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now it's time for our nicest of the day. Oh, I love nice stories. This story is fantastic. So Taylor Swift is predicted to sell a lot of albums this week. It's going to be massive. Her new album, Midnight, is going to sell between a million and 1.2 million copies. That is huge. Absolutely huge. The debut is going to give Taylor her fifth album, her fifth to debut with more than a million units sold at the top of the charts. It's already broken first day streaming records on Apple, Amazon, uh, and Spotify. It's going to be fantastic. I got it. I got it over the weekend. I've been listening to it non-stop. I love this. I also know from friends of mine that Taylor sent notes and little gifts to journalists and reporters. She sent them all really nice notes, handwritten notes saying thank you for all the support. 
and she called them out for Twinkling, which is lovely. The album is called Midnight, so twinkling like stars. And she sent them hoodies with her name and her face on. Taylor's really good at this. Garrett told me that when she was first starting out in the business and her first visit to Z100 on such a massive station, that after the visit, she sent everybody she met a handwritten note, not just the people on the radio, but people behind the scene. She is just the best and nicest of the day. And now our naughtiest of the day. Naughty, 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 naughty. Lisa Renner is facing backlash for posting about Paris Hilton's assault. Paris Hilton claims that she was assaulted as a young girl. And Lisa did this as a way to criticize Kathy Hilton, her mom. So let me explain what's going on. Lisa Renner and Kathy are at war. It's really ugly. On The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, these two ladies are screaming and shouting. It's now occurring in real life, too. So not only on the show, but in their real lives, they're being vile to one another. I used to love this show for being cheeky and naughty. And yes, it always had fights, epic fights. But now it feels to me like the whole franchise is just watching grown women, rich grown women, scream and shout and be vile to one another in a way that I find unacceptable. I don't want these friends, so I don't know if I want them on my TV either. But nevertheless, they're now fighting on social media. Lisa Renner brought up Paris's assaults. <gasps> Most people are saying Lisa has gone too far. So Paris is a grown woman. She's not a child. But nevertheless, this is bringing people's children into a fight which should never happen. This is not about the kids I hated when this stuff happens. Leave the kids out of it. Lisa, I like you. I used to work for Lisa. I'm shocked I'm saying this. But Lisa, you're our naughtiest of the day. Naughty, naughty, naughty. Let's end with something a little nicer. A moment of Rob. You get a Rob, you get a Rob, you get a Rob, you get a Rob. I love this quote. It's from Drew Barrymore. And she said the following quote. In the end, some of your greatest pains become your greatest strengths. Think about the stuff in the past that was so painful for you. For me, it was my arm. My arm was damaged when I was born. And for years, I carried around that pain. I didn't even know how painful it was, but I was really, really suffering inside. And until I dealt with it, it was always there. But once I did deal with it, it became my greatest strength. It taught me empathy. It taught me kindness. It taught me that people can be a little different and they can still be just so fantastic. And so my arm, which was once my greatest pain, now became one of my greatest strengths, I promise. The same will happen with you. That is it for today. Thank you for listening to The Naughty But Nice with Rob and The Naughty Show. I love giving you a shout-out as the co-host today. We're a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen, and leave us a review if you can. They really do help. And remember, all together, come on, it's just us. I need some help all together now. If you're going to be naughty, you've got to be nice. Take care, everybody. Bip, bip. It's naughty but nice with Rob. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. 
They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.